0: Dr Michael Kitson, thank you very much indeed for talking to Judge Business School podcast series today. There's been a lot of talk by the economic commentators of the shape of this recession. Some people have talked about a, a W-shaped recession. We go up, we go down, we go back up and down again. Do you think it's possible to put a, a shape on a recession? And if so, you know, have they got the shape right? Or is it going to be more protracted and longer?
1: Talking about a shape often... It's too simplistic way of looking at a recession. But if we, if we, if we want to pl- take that uh, approach, the best picture we have at the moment is a deep U-shaped recession. What we're going to see this year is about a 5% fall in the size of the economy. Next year, we'll see the economy staggering along, very little growth, if any. And then in 2011, we should start to see the economy growing again. So if we want to play the, the, the letters game, a deep U-shaped recession is what we've got.
0: But wouldn't some people say, "Well, look, there are some optimistic signs already. The housing market is is picking up. House prices have even risen by naught point naught one percent. It it seems, and uh, our national, but at the same time, our, our national output is still shrinking, and you know the worst since records began. So, so, so the signals are a bit mixed at the moment, aren't they?
1: The economy is bumping along the bottom, and there will be a few twists and turns. But overall, we are going to see the economy just staggering along rather than recovering significantly. House prices a little bit volatile. We've got a few recent months figures that suggest they may be turning around. We can't draw much inference from that. There may be some positive benefits over the next few months as firms restock. The first impact of a recession is firms to run down their stocks, the stock of raw materials, goods and services they've got. After they've finished using those stocks they have, they start to restock. But those benefits are only temporary. They're not going to generate a long-term recovery.
0: What about those output figures shrinking? Is that a bad signal?
1: That's a very bad figure s- signal. And the output figures shrinking are showing the economy is contracting, and the economy is contracting very sharply this year.
0: Do you think that, that there is, uh, in a way... Any hope that perhaps if we talk up the recovery, the recovery uh, might come, that, that in a way we're being too pessimistic about it all?
1: No, I, I think we are. Bit, the, the pessimism isn't actually correct. I mean, the economy suffered a major, major shock, and it's going to have a significant long-term impact on the economy as well as a short-term impact. There's been lots of focus at the moment about when we're going to recover from the recession. But this recession is going to harm and scar our economy in the longer term.
0: And, and so, what would you say that the long term impacts of the recession will be?
1: Well, if we look at the Treasury's own figures, and the Treasury aren't overly pessimistic on these issues, the, the Treasury says there'll be a long term loss of 5% of economic capacity. So, the economy is 5% smaller over the longer run than it otherwise would be. Now, these just seem to be working through a number of mechanisms. First, the financial sector will never recover to be significant, as significant a share of the economy as it was pre-shock. Secondly, we're going to have an adverse effect on long-term investment, so the investment reduces co- productive capacity in the future. And thirdly, the economy is never going to be allowed, allowed to overheat and suck in as much imports as it did in the past. These factors are likely to reduce long-term capacity. What the challenge for government is, is to devise policies that are going to help us rebuild the economy in the future to replace that loss of capacity we're seeing taking place now.
0: And, of course, that leads us to the public purse and public spending to get us out of a recession at the time when public and business spending may be falling. Do you think that is a good solution, old Keynesian economics?
1: Well, I think it's time for new Keynesian economics, and I think Keynes had very many profound and sensible ways to to deal with an economy, particularly an economy dealing in recession. It's a natural process that when the economy contracts, the public purse goes into deficit. Um, As the economy starts to slow down, tax revenues are lower and government expenditure tends to increase on unemployment benefits and so on. That's a natural process and it's actually a beneficial process because if the private sector doesn't want to spend, we have to have the public sector spending to try and keep the economy either growing or keep the economy from contracting to a major amount. So actually the fiscal stimulus we've seen recently has benefited the economy in the UK, it's benefiting the economy in the US. What's my concern is that fiscal stimulus may be called to an end too soon, and that will have a harmful effect both on the length of the recession and long-term recovery.
0: Because, of course, here in Europe and in America, that argument about whether you spend from the public purse to get out of a recession is a very heated one amongst political opponents at, at the moment. But, but in the, the end, um, is it true that, that unemployment, in fact, costs us more than perhaps the public purse saving us does?
1: That's right. It's it's a significant cost as unemployment goes up. And unemployment is likely to go up to perhaps three, three and a half million. And for all those people who are unemployed, they actually receive unemployment benefits, or many of them will receive unemployment benefits, and they won't be paying taxes. So it's a very harmful effect. If the economy slows down, unemployment goes up, and that will have an adverse effect on the public purse. What we need to do is have much more proactive policies to keep fiscal stimulus going throughout the entire period. Let's not cut off the fiscal boost too early. There's been a big concern about the size of public debt. We should be concerned about the size of public debt, but we shouldn't turn it into paranoia or over, overly concerned concern about the size of the public debt. The public debt will grow. It is of concern, but it is sustainable in the long run.
0: Do you think we could have done more in the boom years to keep the public purse balanced? Do you think we could have seen all this on the horizon and, and we should have done better housekeeping as a nation?
1: Yes, fiscal policy um, during the past 10 or 12 years has been governed by fiscal rules, and these fiscal rules actually turned out to be not very robust fiscal rules. Um, First of all, the government overestimated long-term growth, so it thought it had more tax revenue to spend than it actually did have. It also thought the business cycle had gone away, uh, and uh, that process again thought that um, it would have more money to spend than it actually did. We well know that long-term growth, it's a long time to increase the long-term growth rate, and secondly, the business cycle, the sole process of boom and bust, has not gone away, as we all are well aware now.
0: Why hasn't it gone away? Surely the, the economists, the politicians, should have solved this, this thing, uh, boom and bust. We were told no more boom and bust. And, and you know, it, it's not very nice to not be able to predict, personally or nationally, your futures.
1: Let's first of all look at economic history. Economic history is, shows that economies go through cyclical growth periods. Periods of growth, periods of decline, and periods of boom and bust. What we've got to bear in mind is that an economy is not like uh, a scientific experiment. The social sciences, looking at why people do what they do, why they decide to spend, why they decide to save, and so on. To understand economic behaviour is not a pure science. Economists often get it wrong. We need to bear in mind that we're not looking at a scientific phenomenon that can be easily explained by mathematical models. Mathematical models do not explain shocks, do not explain recessions. We need to bear in mind the limitations of economics as a discipline and bear in mind that the boom and bust cycle has not gone away and it's very difficult to understand why people do what they do.
0: During those busts, say, rather than boom years, do you think that we can sustain public sector pensions? There's been a lot of talk about the next thing to hit will, will be uh, the pensions bombshell for people.
1: The pensions will be a concern um, for all the advanced countries, but it's going to be less of a problem in the UK because we pay such low levels of state pensions. It's going to be a much bigger problem for the European countries where they pay decent state pensions. We pay pay very low state pensions. It will be a a pension problem, but it will be a much bigger pension crisis in the European countries than it will be in the United Kingdom.
0: People also like to put a timescale, apart from the shape of the recession. They like to say, "Well, it's going to take five years. It, it's going to be ten years before we're back to the levels we were five years ago." Do you think you can put a, a time a scale on the recovery? And are you an optimist or pessimist?
1: On the recovery, it'll probably be about five years to back to where we would otherwise been before the recession. Um, but still, there's going to be long term adverse effects working through, as I mentioned it before. You know, much lower growth than we otherwise would have been. Um, in terms of pessimism and optimism, I'm rather pessimistic uh, about that because it's a long, protracted recession with a long, harmful effects on the economy. But there are some areas of optimism. First of all, the policy response, the initial policy response to try and deal A, with the financial crisis and B, deal with the recession through a fiscal boost was, I think, apt and appropriate and, and timely. My concern there is the fiscal stimulus will be turned off too early. We need that fiscal stimulus to carry on. The second area of optimism is abroad these many other economies the so-called brick economies of brazil russia india and china are growing and their growth is going to help the rest of us we've for too often considered those countries as competitors competitors for the rest of our economy we should best consider them now as customers they're customers and their consumption patterns will help to boost the rest of the world economy
0: and as economists are saying in the papers today uh, those emerging nations are actually copying our economic model aren't they they've gone from communism to market economies
1: to a degree i would be concerned if they copied our model wholeheartedly. I, I hopefully, they'll take some of the bits and, and consider them appropriate to their own economies and their own societies. Um, the American model, the so called Anglo Saxon model, has proved to be um, some way, way short of being optimum given the current recession.
0: And and just finally, what are the industry sectors that are going to do well? There are people trying to save the old manufacturing industries where jobs are being lost up north and elsewhere. And then, you know, you've got the the creative industries, the universities. Do you think we can say, well, it's going to be better to be in some sectors than others? I think you've named
1: some important sectors there that will be important if we're going to reduce the long-term impact of the recession. The areas I would highlight are high technology manufacturing. We cannot compete in low- and medium-cost manufacturing. Secondly, creative industries, where the UK economy in the longer run has traditionally been good. And third, universities. Our universities have always punched above their weight in the global economy. Those are areas that will help to rebuild the economy in the longer term. My concern, though, is that if we have fiscal contraction and tightening of the public purse, those sectors may actually suffer, and those sectors are needed for long-term growth and recovery.
0: So so are you an optimist tinged with um, pessimism or a pessimist? tinged with optimism?
1: Uh, Unfortunately at the moment I think I'm a pessimist tinged with a degree of optimism but hopefully some enlightened government policies may actually turn that around.
0: Okay Dr Michael Kitson thank you ever so much indeed for talking to Judge Business School podcast series today.
1: Thank you.